God can't bless who you pretend to be or who you compare yourself to. He can only bless you and the lane that was created for you. I feel that for somebody. You don't need no edge entity. You need boundaries. What? I don't need your likes. I don't need your validation. All I need is a God fighting for me that says all things, all things, all things. Ciao. Ciao. We are back in the closet. Ciao. It is that time of the week. It is podcast time. In the sanctuary, I said it is podcast time in the sanctuary. Is there one? Huh? Is there two? It is time for that favorite part of the week where the Woman Evolve delegation gets together and talk that talk. For those of you who are listening for the podcast, you may not know that I am being joined by a host of co-hosts from literally all over the world. That's right. We log on to Facebook Live to just sit back, relax, talk about what's going on in the news, what's going on in our lives, but most importantly, come together to be inspired. I am being joined by Tiffany Moore, Tisha, or Tisha, how do you pronounce it? Help your girl out is joining me from Long Island. Jasmine is joining me from Indy. I see Sharon. She said, hey, girl. Hey, hey, girl. Hey, London is in the house. Gaston, North Carolina. What it be like? What is going on in your world? That's what I really want to know. What is going on in the world? Are you eating your vegetables? Huh? Are you minding your business. Facebook Live has noted that I am on live. I usually get on around two-ish. I always put that ish at the end because I mean somewhere in the neighborhood. And most of the time your girl is past two o'clock. Today, I'm on here a little bit early because listen, I don't have time today. Okay, we need to be focused. We need to stay on subject. No ranting. No just going off on a tangent because I got to leave. I got to, this podcast is going to be an hour. It's going to be like the, the very first podcast where they were just about an hour long because y'all be on here and y'all just be talking it up. Okay, so like I just want to lay that foundation. I see Shreveport, Louisiana, North Kakalaki. Come on, somebody put us down on the slang. Jacksonville, Florida. What it be like? Okay, listen. Jaleesa says she's eating her vegetables right now. Jeanette says, girl, 21 days on keto and I'm feeling great. I bet you feel amazing. That diet is is just awesome. Anytime you cut carbs out of your life, just expect for God to move supernaturally. Although I don't understand why we would have carbs in our life if we did not need them. Can I tell you? Let me see. What am I doing with my life? Um, okay. So last week after the podcast, my husband and I went on a low key mini getaway. I had the opportunity to speak in Orange County. And so we went out there for a few days. If you've never been to Orange County, California, I highly encourage you if your time and coins permit to just take a trip. It's beautiful there. And the food is absolutely amazing. Having said that, I str- I didn't totally struggle on the food tip. I have a philosophy. Um, my philosophy is if I can hold it together in the morning time, I am more likely to do better throughout the day. So in the morning, I have a routine. I drink this breakfast tea that has aloe in it, and then I drink a shake. And after I drink my shake, I usually make better choices. If I start the morning off with a waffle, I will be eating fried chicken and french fries and sugar by the end of the day. It's just how I live my life. I feel like if you start off eating carbs, I should just continue eating carbs. That's how I live my life. Um, So having said that, I took my shake stuff. I made my shakes in the morning and I limited, I thought I was limiting my carb intake, but they took me to this Mexican restaurant and that's where that's where I lost, but that's all right. I've been back at Orange Theory twice this week and it's just Tuesday. So that's all week. And um, that's it. Brittany says, I'm drinking my water and washing my makeup off at night because that is when you are adulting at a high frequency. When you wash your makeup off at night, you care about your sheets. You care about your skin. Your pores are pure. I want us to give a round of applause to Brittany for washing her makeup off at night. Come on, somebody. 
Lauren says, girl, I need to start getting my life together. You know, the thing about getting your life together is you need to start it and and continue it. Like, I feel like I am getting my life together, but I don't know if you ever got your life together. You know what I'm saying? That's a word for somebody. And I promise you, I'm not going to do this all podcast. But what I do want to say is this. We're all getting our life together and none of us ever got our life together. You know what I mean? You never arrive at having your life together because the moment you arrive at having an aspect of your life together, guess what? Another aspect pops up and like, hey, how you doing? I'm raggedy over here. And then ensues another process of getting your life together. Chandra Gray says she's eating her butter beans and crowder peas. First of all, y'all city folks don't know nothing about no butter beans and crowder peas. It sounds delicious. It sounds like you need cornbread with it, true or false. Please let me know. Deidre says, my favorite balanced meal is buffalo cauliflower and fries. That is balanced because you're not eating buffalo chicken, but you are eating French fries. I like that. I like to have balance. Safoni says she's just leaving Krispy Kreme. The light was on. And I mean, that's it. That's all you have to explain. I love donuts. There's a donut place here that I thoroughly enjoy. I am not a fan of Krispy Kreme donuts, but you know what? That's all right. We don't all have to agree. That's why we've come together. What else is going on with the delegation? Julia Atkins is adding lemons to my water has been blessing my life. Come on, somebody. And Taiwo, I hope I'm saying your name right. She says, October is no eating out, no sweets, no unhealthy snacks. It's only day two and I'm struggling. Let me tell you something. All of October, first of all, we as the delegation want you to know that we are supporting you. And by supporting you, we mean we are just wishing you all of the best. Um, As for me and my house, you know, could I do it? Possibly. Um, do I want to do it? Absolutely not. Um, I tried keto and keto tried me. And so we fell out big time. What I'm saying is this, good luck with your no sweets, no eating out, no unhealthy snack situation. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to balance the scales of life by picking up where you're cutting back. Eh, that's what friendship is all about. All right, y'all, listen. This is the Woman Evolve podcast, okay? For those of you who have not been here, first of all, we forgive you because that's how we function around here. This podcast is broken up in a few segments. We have a rescue segment. Rescue is where we look at the headlines and we say, you know what? This person has done something that most of us don't agree with, but because we want to show empathy and we want to show compassion, we're going to rescue that person from the from the grips and snares of the culture, okay? And then we have Hail Mary. Hail Mary is when we take a moment and we say, you know what? This person out here is living their best life and we just want to acknowledge them living their best life. We best life. We have an advice segment and then we also close it out with a snack. The reason I say that is because if you listened last week, you were confused. Why? Because I didn't rescue anybody. In hindsight, I'm thinking that I didn't rescue anyone because I must have just had an attitude problem. I don't know what was going on in my life or if people just wasn't cutting up, but I literally could not find anyone to rescue. And this week, I am no longer slipping on my non-pimping, okay? I've got my life together. I have some rescues. And so, with that being said, it is time for us to begin rescuing some of the saints and some of the ain'ts. Okay, all right, prepare yourselves. Open your heart. Um, I would like to start by rescuing a teacher. I was reading this story and I realized that this teacher um, has unjustly lost her job. And I would like to propose that we send the private jet out for her, okay? This Florida teacher claims that she lost her job after refusing to give half credit to students who didn't turn in work. More details says this Florida history teacher said that she was fired for refusing to give half credit to students who failed to turn in their assignments. I guess this school has a policy that the lowest grade a student can get is 50%, that they have a no zero policy. This teacher took issue with that and she says, what if they don't turn anything in? We give them a 50. I go, oh, we don't. This is not kosher. So she was fired. And she went out by leaving a note on her board that says, Bye, kids. Mrs. Torado loves you and wishes you the best in life. 
I have been fired for refusing to give you a 50% for not handing anything in. We must rescue her. Because, listen, um, I understand possibly the no zero policy, possibly. Um, but here's the thing. If you don't turn your work in, you should get a zero. Let me tell you why. Because if I don't turn my check into the electricity company, they turn my lights off. If I don't turn my mortgage or my rent in, then guess what? They kick me smooth on out of this thing. I think that school is less about grades and more about teaching responsibility. And if I teach you that you can just make it through life doing absolutely nothing and still getting 50%, I have done you an injustice, okay? I just don't, I just, I just don't understand. It's not possible. And maybe that's what's wrong with some of the people who have been out here getting on our last nerves in relationships and friendships is that they have been told that you can do absolutely nothing and still get 50%. But a new day is coming. Come on, delegation. You will give all of yourself. And if you do not give all of yourself, you will get docked zero down to the ground. Do you hear me? Okay. Kishi says, yes, if you don't work, you don't eat. Jessica's story says, yes, rescue. We're not going to promote mediocrity. We're not going to do it. Shanika says, I should have went to that school. I think she should be rescued. She's teaching them responsibility. Agreed. And I too should have gone to that school because maybe, just maybe, I would have made my way all the way through that good old college. If Listen, if they had a no zero policy in college, wow, I would be of academic excellence. But they didn't. Okay, so here I am in my closet recording this podcast. Shante says, if you don't do your work, you don't get a grade. I feel sorry for her. She shouldn't have lost her job. I totally agree. So I think that we as the delegation should just come on in here together and decide that we're going to send her, I mean, the jet, a helicopter. I think we can send her a helicopter. Gas is really expensive for the jet, and we may need to rescue that. But the helicopter, Zenobia says, sounds like a helicopter rescue. Let's pick her up. I'm with it. Trisha says, yes, Lord Jesus, rescue her immediately. Come on, somebody. Deidre Johnson says, yes, rescue her with a red carpet. I'm here for it. And she said, listen, I'm out of here because you know what? Mm, I feel a word coming. It's coming in the spirit realm. She could have decided to yield to what they were saying was the standard and lost her integrity, or she could have walked away from something that didn't match her integrity. And she serves as a lesson to all of us that there are some opportunities you may have to walk away from if they cause you to question your integrity. Come on, helicopter. Crystal says, yes, please rescue. We all need something to reach for and we have to learn if you don't reach to grab, you won't receive, okay? Come, listen, I learned so much about life through studying and just just setting a goal that I really do believe helps me as I, you know, am building my businesses and trying to be excellent out here. I have a goal in mind and I realize that I have to work towards it because no one is going to hand us anything, okay? We might have some people who come and, and massage us along the way. We may have some people who come and motivate us. But at the end of the day, if you want something, you're going to have to work for it. And it doesn't matter where you're from or who you're connected to. At the end of the day, the only thing that life respects is work, real work. Okay. How about that? All right. So yes. Amen, saints. It sounds like we are rescuing her. Come on, somebody. We're going to rescue Mrs. Toronto. My next rescue. <sighs> Child. I never thought I would see the day where this person with uh, this organization, if you will, would even be, um, being entertained as a possibility of needing rescue. My loyalty, uh, my loyalty has really put me in a very um, peculiar situation, but out of integrity for what this show represents, I must submit Chick-fil-A for rescue. Um, Chick-fil-A is in need of rescuing. I'm not sure what was happening when they made this decision. But a Florida man celebrated his 100th birthday by doing something he does every week, eating at the same Chick-fil-A near Tampa. 
um, Stephen Bellissimo is such a regular that the restaurant staff threw him a surprise birthday party, and now he's got another excuse to eat more chicken. The restaurant is offering him Chick-fil-A for life. Um, here's the thing. Um, Mr. Bellissimo is celebrating his 100th birthday. I I don't know I don't know the plans that God has for him to you know I don't I don't know the plans that they, that God has to prosper him but this is what I want to say what they should have done is offered him um a refund for all of the Chick-fil-A that he has spent money on because I mean can somebody help me here I'm just saying um I just you know they need to give Chick-fil-A for life to my children. Um, and not, if they, let me just say like this, all the money I didn't spend on Chick-fil-A in my whole life, if I make it, if the Lord sees fit in his divine wisdom and providence to allow Sarah Jakes Roberts to see a hundred years old and Chick-fil-A decides to give me free food for the rest of my life, I'm gonna be like, y'all tried it, okay? What you need to do is give me money for all the Chick-fil-A I didn't spend during my life because let's keep it 100. Okay, all right. Kim, I don't know. Here's the thing. All right. Chick-fil-A was being dragged in the comments of the most reliable news source known to the world, and that's the Shade Room. And what I'm suggesting is maybe we should rescue them because... I understand why they were getting dragged because it, it was a little petty, if you, okay? But this is what I'm going to say. Maybe Chick-fil-A is keeping him alive. And maybe his life is a sign to all of us that we need to eat. I feel a word coming. I feel a word. Um, we should rescue Chick-fil-A because what they're telling us is the secret to longevity in life is eating that blessed chicken once a week for the rest of our life. And I just want to know if there's anybody in the delegation who wants to come and join me on this journey. No? Mm -hmm. Jaleesa says, but I made it to 30, though. Hey, Chick-fil-A, that's an accomplishment. Let me get that free for life. That's what I'm saying. I got to make it to 100 to get Chick-fil-A for life. I don't know the plans that's going to happen for me. Is it? Can anyone else? Alana says Chick-fil-A knew that was a little trifling. At this age, he doesn't come out on top. That's what I'm saying. This all I'm saying. This all I'm saying, okay? Like, bruh, listen, I'm a hundred. I would rather have my money back for the last two to three years than to be counting on two to three more years of Chick-fil-A. Is that wrong? Is it just me? I want I need, okay, maybe if they said that you and your family can have Chick-fil-A for life, I feel a little bit more comfort for that with that because my children's children, you know what I'm saying? But like how? I don't know. Takari says they petty, drown them. Sharon says no rescue because he's nearly, amen, I don't, but he's nearly. Um, Celeste says we're rescuing them and she's driving the jet. Okay, Lauren says, do you have the Chick-fil-A app where you get reward points for eating there? I do, but let me tell you, I just want to not, I know I'm not like overweight or obese and I work out, but what I'm telling you is my taste buds, my taste buds are, are out of control. Like, Overweight people are are often very healthy. So it's not fair to be like, oh, I feel like I'm, there's a fat person down on the inside of me because that fat person might be vegan who eats salad all the time. So I'm not even going down that road. What I'm saying is that my taste buds are out of control and it is a struggle every single day for me to just have my shake, eat my salad, don't eat carbs, and don't eat Chick-fil-A all the time. And so, yes, to answer your question, I do have the point, the little app where I get reward points, but I need to stay out of Chick-fil-A. Unless what Bellissimo is trying to tell me is that I'm going to be living to 100 if I eat Chick-fil-A. I'm just confused about what the overall message is here. Do I eat Chick-fil-A once a week to live for at least until 100, or do I try and be vegan? I don't know. Can we? We need to call Heather. Heather Lindsay would have the answer to this. Listen, 
Uh, Shanika says, nope, that can't be rescued. That was It was smooth slick. I bet you they don't be giving us no accomplishments. I bet you. I bet you they don't. Alexis says, first time in the delegation. What's up? What's up, Alexis? We welcome you. Tatiana says they have a kale salad. Tatiana, you went to Chick-fil-A and ordered a kale salad. Girl, we need to rescue you. Girl, you sat in that long line to eat some roughage. No, ma'am. That kale salad, is it blessed? Tell me that kale salad is blessed. Yvette says that we can only rescue the waffle fries. Listen, I the thing is this. We can't just rescue the waffle fries because we would be leaving behind the spicy chicken sandwich. And let me tell you how I, can we just have a moment here, but I don't have time to fool with y'all because I got I to gotta go to a, a conference after this. So don't go too long down the road. How do you eat your Chick-fil-A? Is it a hashtag? Can it begin? Let me tell you, I eat a spicy chicken sandwich. I asked them to add pepper jack cheese on that and to add bacon. I asked for Chick-fil-A sauce and Polynesian sauce. I take the Chick-fil-A and the Polynesian, I mix it onto the sandwich. Sandwich. I smush that sandwich back together. Come on, where two or three are gathered. I take all of those elements. I gather them onto that bun and I take a French fry. Mm-hmm, I forgot. I take a French fry and slide it onto that sandwich and I eat that Chick-fil-A. I eat that Chick-fil-A like it's going to be the last time I eat. Honey, I be so full, but I don't stop eating. P. Sherry says that kale salad is superfood. That's that, and Tiffany says the kale salad is anointed. Ebony says the kale salad is blessed. LaRonda says the kale salad is so nasty. Wow. That that really escalated quickly. Just when everyone was giving its amen, someone said, don't fool with the kale salad. I just don't see myself waiting in line at Chick-fil-A to get a kale salad. It, that salad better be oily. Raven Adams says the, chi- the spicy chicken salad is the truth with the barbecue sauce. Really? Really? Okay, tell me. Let's see. Elias says, no rescue. They should have thought that through. How do you eat your Chick-fil-A? Um, Jessica says, I never ordered the spicy sandwich until you kept mentioning it. Changed my entire life. I'm not, listen, te- let me tell you something. If your girl say eat it, you got to trust your girl on this one. I eat like it's a full-time job. And that's why I have to go up to that gym because the only thing that I hate more than going to the gym is the way that I feel when I can't get into these clothes. But let me tell you something. If I say something is good, you better trust and believe that it's going to be good. It's a Mexican restaurant in Orange County called Javier. See if it don't bless your whole life. What else? How do y'all eat y'all's Chick-fil-A? Okay, Shayna says she's hungry. I'm sorry, Shayna, but we are going in just a little. Okay, Khadijah Brown says the kale salad is delicious, but you have to get the fries with cheese sauce. So so you can get the kale salad and French. What cheese sauce is this? Is there there a cheese sauce at Chick-fil-A? I am not familiar with such a sauce. San says the spicy chicken sandwich is a blessing. It is. Okay. All right. That's all I'm saying. Amanda says, what about that? Can I tell y'all? She said, what about the frosted lemonade? Your girl don't like the lemonade at Chick-fil-A. Um, I don't know if that's going to tear up our friendships at all, but um, I don't, that's not, that's not, I don't, I don't know. It's a little too sweet for me. I'm not trying to judge y'all, um, but that's it. Um, Deshaun says, crazy thing ever is I'm trying to be a pescatarian and I just broke and got me some grilled nuggets with Polynesian sauce, fries with Chick-fil-A sauce and a superfood kale salad. I'm going back tomorrow. Sometimes it'd be like that. What I love about you is that you only got the grilled nuggets because I can be trying to be pescatarian one day and then like eat steak the next day. So I just want to commend you on the levels that you took to that. Um, so are we, I think we're rescuing Chick-fil-A because we have to rescue Chick-fil-A because of what they represent in the kingdom, but we are going to give them a warning that they tried it. And because y'all tried it, we just want y'all to know that next time we going to ask for extra sauce. Okay. That is going to be the penalty for Chick-fil-A's foolery is that when they hand us them one and ones at the Chick-fil-A and the Polynesian, we're going to tell them to double up. You know why? Because you barely got rescued, but because we love you, we'll be willing to, to work things out. All right. Um, Jaleesa seems surprised that the that I too do not like the lemonade at Chick-fil-A. I don't. That's not. I'm sorry. Lexus is upset with me. It's all right, Lexus. Lexus says, what? No, sis. Not the limit. I'm sorry. I love y'all. 
Um, but I just, it's just not my, I just, that's not my joint. That's not my joint, child. All right. Chick-fil-A is being rescued out of obligation. This next story is an old story, but one that you all sent me last week when I said I didn't have anyone to rescue, and I felt like it was worthy of mentioning. I did a little research and learned that this incident actually occurred in December of 2017, but because the delegation sent it over, here we are. Um, Evidently, there was a hearing-impaired person, um, hearing-impaired people tuning into a news conference about the arrest of a suspected serial killer got a message of gibberish from an American Sign Language interpreter. A Tampa police chief, Brian Duggan, announced the arrest of somebody's child. I don't, I don't want to get into people's government names and things. But um, among the things Robert signed, according to, set to people's names and me today. Okay, but anyways, evident, have y'all seen the video of the lady who was trying to do sign language at a press conference and they say that the girl wasn't doing nothing at all? Evidently, this happened. And it has been floating around on the timelines. And Uh, The lady was arrested for fraud, um, but she volunteered to do sign language interpretation for reasons that we cannot fully understand. And somehow someone in the delegation thinks that we might be able to rescue her. And so I want to turn this over to the delegation. Um, Here is something that I want to possibly submit for consideration. And I'm not saying you had to pick it up. I'm not saying you had to pick it up. This is what I'm saying, no. Um, I speak Spanish, um, pero solo es un poquito español. Pero es bien por hablas cuando en México. Um, you see what I'm saying? I speak a little bit of Spanish, but where I really thrive is Spanglish. And I am just wondering if she thought that between what she knew and what she didn't know, that she would just be able to bring them things together. Um, That's all I'm saying. Um, For example, you know, um, when I'm in Mexico or I try to speak a little Spanish and when I run out of words, I just say it in English, you know? Uh, I just be like, "Uh uh-huh, yo quiero huevos con queso también lemonade. You see what I'm saying? Is that possible? I don't, I just want to throw it out there. I just, um, her beautiful mind says no, absolutely not, that that's not what happened. Marissa is getting joy out of my Spanish. Kanisha says she knew better. Jasmine says, I speak nothing but in tongues. Come on, somebody. Did y'all feel that glory sweep across this closet? Um, here's the thing. Um, does anyone want to rescue? Does anyone? Lanisha says, and you speak in Spanish, got her crying and confused. I'm just saying. Okay, Antoinette, help us. She says, I do sign language. It's very disgraceful to confuse the deaf who want information, just like the hearing, no rescue at all. Well, that settles it. I just didn't know if it was possible to, uh, to like, just piece it together. I, I think I used to be able to do, um... This I used to be able to do the alphabet and sign language. I since would not just offer that up for anyone to witness, but I just didn't know if she thought I knew I know a little bit and what I don't know, I can kind of get the point across. Asia Lynn says, yeah, she probably thought they would teach her or help her with it. She volunteered to do it though. Now, let me tell you something. I don't volunteer my Spanish. And, and so on one hand, I want to rescue my girl and say maybe she thought she was going to get it together. On the other hand, what I want to say is I don't volunteer my Spanish. When I go to Mexico or I am speaking to someone who speaks Spanish, I'm going to keep it English for as long as I can keep it English. And at the point that we get lost in English, I'm going to dabble over there in that Spanish. But I'm just let you know, mi español es muy mal, es muy mal, pero here we go. Here we go with my Spanish. And then let me tell you, I speak Spanish as long as everybody slows down. But that's not happening. Lexis says she will rescue her. Kanisha says not this time. Ty Star says, don't save her. She don't want to be saved. Y'all don't know nothing about that song. Y'all don't know nothing about that song. Don't save her. She don't want to be saved. Is that Project Pat? Hold on. The Google will tell me. 
and see, and this is what we don't have time for. It's Project Pat. That's what I'm talking about. This is what we don't have time for today is me Googling Project Pat songs on the delegation's dime. Sharon says she's wrong because she could have been cussing people really depending, people really depend on signs here. You right. All right. Okay. Um, Shaniga says that we should rescue her. Listen, we're split right down the middle about this thing. <sighs> Charnel says we can't rescue her. She's too far out in the ocean. Some say that they can. Um, here's what I'm saying. Um, do I have to make the final decision? Okay, here's how we should rescue her. Can we send her floaties? We'll save gas on the helicopter. We'll save gas on the boat. We'll save gas on the private jet. But we will not watch a sister out here trying to make it just fall completely to the ground. Can we send her some floaties? That's all I want to know is if we can send some floaties. If we can send her some floaties, I think we can move on. Um, yes, Lorraine says rescue people, give her a break. Um, Jasmine says, isn't that J. Cole? Now, J. Cole does have a song, um, but see, you, where are you from? Are you from somewhere fancy, Jasmine? Because Project Pat is a special kind of ratchet. It's a special edition kind of ratchet. Um, but the J. Cole song, yeah, she he got a little song about saving people, and that's the one we be playing on the podcast. But Project Pat is a special collector's edition level of ratchet that not many people have access to but save your fearless leader here and a few others who are listening on the podcast. Um, okay, so listen, I think that we're going to be able to give her floaties. Charnel says we can give her floaties. Ruthie says we can give her floaties. Monica says we can send her floaties. We're going to send her floaties. All right. And I'm going to move on before y'all take the floaties back because let me tell you, the delegation has been known to give out floaties that have holes in them. I'm just going to say. Um, oh, Alana says Project Pat is straight Memphis. All right. Thank you for the... Thank you for hitting us up with that. Because Memphis Memphis is a special. They got, all right, because I'm from Dallas, which is a special, you know. But that J. Cole, J. is J. Cole from somewhere fancy? I don't know. All right. We're going to stop talking about Project Pat because God is not getting no glory out of that. I have one more rescue for you all. And this rescue, I think, is possible for us to um, all come together and possibly send out the private jet. Um, when I saw this story, I thought, wow, the ingenuity and creativity behind this is one that I aspire to accomplish in the things that I am working on. Let me tell you something. This man was recently arrested. Authorities are looking for him, rather. Authorities are looking for a Georgia man who is wanted for stealing the free breakfast that hotels offer to their guests. Um, and this is a new level of scheming. Let me tell you something. I, I bet you, I bet you, I bet you advertisers everywhere are somewhere trying to get their life together. The innovation behind it is really what I think we should admire because it says free breakfast. They advertise it. They put them on signs outside of the hotel. They let you know on the commercials. They tell you on the internet. They tell you every chance they get that you can get free breakfast if you come and stay there. Um, but they don't necessarily tell you what comes first, the, the carriage or the horse, the horse or the carriage. I'm confused. I don't know. And I think that personally that this man should receive not only the private jet rescue, but perhaps a parade because who 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 would even think who would even think that if the breakfast says free then me do you know how many kids your girl has me and my children need to be sitting at hotels everywhere trying to eat for breakfast um evidently it's only free for the guests but when I see them commercials, them commercials don't say free for the guests. If I'm honest, if I can just be honest, what I'm saying is that what the commercial says is free. And who am I to put a limit on free? Um, Erica says rescue Adam. For those of you who don't know, whenever we have a man who we're trying to rescue, we forget the Eve and just say Adam. We take it back to her partner. Can we send the private jet? Please, please, 
please can't we send a private jet? Kimberly says the parade and the private jet. I am here for it. Alexis says we can save him because that sounds like divine. Who? It sounds like divine wisdom to Alexis. He must be rescued. Janisha says, let's rescue him. He was hungry. Andrea says, rescue. He was just trying to eat, send him the jet and have a meal ready for him. Renee says, let that man eat that food. The food is cold and hard. Don't even get us started on the fact that when this food is not touched, it's going to be tossed away. Y'all might as well. He's going from hotel to hotel. He has probably left Yelp review after Yelp review about this free breakfast. I don't know. I don't know. I I just feel like Darius says rescue him on the private jet and make sure you have his breakfast ready. I'm when I tell you I'm gonna have some continental breakfast and the little eggs that come in the carton because that's what they make. That's quiet as it's kept. Um, quiet as it's kept. Ain't nobody cracking eggs open and mixing them up and putting that cheese in them and scrambling. They get them little cartons of eggs and they make them, um, or probably powder, and they make them eggs and they put that bacon all up in the oven at one time and they pull it out right before it would actually be delicious. They throw it all in the little chafing dishes and they take them um, muffins from Sam's. I know they come from Sam's because I can tell a Sam's muffin when I see a Sam's muffin. And they put them out there and then they be having breakfast. But my guy got it. Tequila said, come on, somebody. She said, yes, let's rescue Adam. Let's do it. Malika says, rescue the man. Listen, let me tell you, there is unity here at the Womany Vault. Jasmine says, that's theft. Hmm. You always got that one moral friend that want to bring you back down to where you're supposed to be living in morality and integrity. Jasmine, could it be theft? Of course. Could it be miscommunication? Possibly. That's Jasmine. We just... I don't know. I mean, I see what you're saying, but I just want to know, possibly. Um, Shantae is laughing. She said the eggs are gross most of the time. And let me tell you something. If y'all really want y'all's life to be blessed, don't eat everybody's scrambled eggs because you can't just be counting on people to scramble eggs properly. You just, they be hard sometimes. They be soft sometimes. You just, I eat my mama's scrambled eggs and I eat my scrambled eggs. And that, that's it. That's about it for me. Don't be out here eating. Okay. One more question and then we can move on and I can stop being random because once again, I don't have time to play with y'all. I got to go. Here's the thing. Do y'all put Lowry season salt in y'all scrambled eggs? Because this is going to make or break our friendship on today. Do you all put that Lowry's in your scrambled eggs? I have seen people specifically of a certain hue who put Lowry season salt in their scrambled eggs. And what I want y'all to know is that Lowry's is for meat. Lowry's is for chicken. Lowry's is for steak. Lowry's is for greens sometimes. Lowry's can even be for green beans. Lowry's is not for scrambled eggs. Um, Can we talk about that? I just want to know. Candace says yes. Erica says Mrs. Dash. Janice says Lowry's has been canceled. No, nope, I Find you, Satan, in the name of Jesus. Get thee behind me, Satan, and repent for your ways immediately. Laurie's has never, never been canceled. Who would even speak such blasphemy in the days of this, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ? Laurie's has not been canceled? What? No. And a lot of the saints are putting Laurie's in their seat. Seasoned eggs in their scrambled eggs. Latoya says, sis, not Laurie's. What manner of high blood pressure are we pursuing? Dana says, I put Laurie's on everything. Oh. Y'all. Oh. I don't understand why y'all are putting Laurie's in seasoned eggs, in scrambled eggs. Jasmine is standing by blasphemy saying Laurie's on eggs is fire. What is happening? <laughs> Tyson says you put slap your mama. What are y'all doing to egg? Can we rescue eggs? Uh, okay. 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 I'm really... I wanted this podcast, I'm going to have to like, it's going to have to be in parts um, because Brandy Wilson says, Laurie's is certainly not for eggs. I thought it was just me. It is certainly not for eggs. Like it, there's no question about it. It's not, okay. 
<sighs> I'm okay. Sharon says on French fries, not eggs. It can go on French fries. I agree with that. What you want your life changed, get you them little ra- ranch seasonings in the packet and sprinkle that on your French fries and see if God don't bless you. Savoni says Laurie's is too salty. I don't even understand <laughs> why you would say that. It's it is true, but it's not too salty. It's, that's why you only use a little bit of it because it can be too salty. Um, okay, but all right, I'm finished. Simone Davis says, what happened to just salt and pepper? On eggs, all it needs is salt and pepper, but chicken needs some Lawry's. All right, but that's it. I'm finished because I really feel like this Lawry's debate is really doing something in my spirit because I just feel like I don't know who y'all are anymore. I thought thought that I knew, but I don't know. I can maybe get by on this whole notion of it makes your eggs taste good. You know what? That's on y'all. But this idea that Laurie's is canceled, y'all have taken perms. Y'all have taken Eco Styler Gel. You all have taken every little thing that you can take from us. If y'all take Laurie's, I'm turning in my card. I don't want it no more. I don't want to live in a world where Laurie's is canceled. Okay, that's it. That's it. All right, that's it now. Okay, listen, I don't have time, so I'm shortening this up. Um, All right, so we are rescuing Chick-fil-A. We are rescuing um, the man who stole the Continental Breakfast. And uh, we sent floaties for the sign language interpreter. And I'm sorry, I'm just really heartbroken about where where our relationship has become. And, And the teacher, Toronto, we've rescued her. Okay, so listen. All right. We are now moving on to the Hail Mary section of the show. For Hail Mary, we take a minute and we just decide to just celebrate people who are doing incredible things in the news. Um, I want to give it up to an elderly man who was still alive after being left on the couch for five days after a massive apartment fire. First of all, just wow, okay? Um, This man, what's his name? Raymond Holton. He's 74 years old. You would think he would be upset about being left in a burning building, but surprisingly, he was happy and cracking jokes, telling crew, now he needs Chick-fil-A for a lifetime, telling crew members that he wasn't going anyplace. Officials helped Raymond into a kitchen chair and then took him outside where he was taken to the hospital to get checked out. First of all, y'all, okay, I don't know if you all know, but season one, we established a few things. Black don't crack. Um, what we say? Black don't crack, brown don't frown, and beige don't age. Okay, we came up with all-inclusive statements for everyone. This is the time where I just want to throw in that black don't crack. Y'all thought that black don't crack was just about age. My guy said black don't crack also refers to fire. He was still sitting on his couch five days after massive apartment fire. I wish somebody, first of all, I mean, he was just still here, still cracking, still got it. Oh, I feel a word coming. Let me tell you something. He went through a fire. My brother actually went through hell and was sitting on the couch still alive with joy. Now, if that don't preach, all right, y'all, let's be friends again after Laurie's. Let me tell you something. I got a word for you. Five days later, after going through hell, the fire was finished and he was still there. Now, if that ain't a whole word, I don't know what he is. Alexis says, that man said he serves the God of the Hebrew boys. And if they didn't burn, I won't either. Yes, he did. He stayed alive. Kimberly has a question who's, and I agree. She says, how did no one go looking for him? Um, I totally understand that. All I'm saying is that he was yet alive. And that was special. Cracking jokes. So let that be a word to you right now as you're going through your life. I know that we've had a struggle this uh, podcast with our relationship, but this is some. The, these are a few words of encouragement I want to leave you with. Be like the man sitting on the couch after a fire five days later. Still keep your joy in the midst of this struggle. Life is trying to burn you up, but God says, I sent this word as a reminder. I feel it for somebody. I sent this word as a reminder to you that literally you can go through fire and still keep a, and still keep a smile on your face, okay? 
And Carr says, came through unsinged, a true word. It's a whole, I wish somebody would get the organ so that we could go on and take this podcast to church because we need some anointing after that Lawry's blasphemy. I feel the joy of the Lord returning to us. He survived. Camila says he was asked by a reporter if he thought he was going to die alone. He said that I was never alone. God, God was with me. Now she wants me to flip over my desk in my closet. Because it's a whole word. I want y'all to insert that gif or gif, whatever y'all want to call it, of that lady bucking and shouting in between the pews of a small church because that is the kind of oil I feel. He said, I wasn't never alone. The firefighters was looking for me and the senior citizen home may have not been looking for me or the apartment folks may have not been looking for me. But let me tell you who knew where I was all along. I feel a whole nother gust of glory. Okay. All right. I'll just let that marinate in your spirit. All right. So we're going to give him a hail Joseph because he is a brother man. And we don't just give the brothers, um, we don't call them hail Mary. We call him hail Joseph. Listen, my next hail Mary situation, okay, is for a woman who has been giving back to the homeless by restoring their self-confidence there are truly some amazing people out here. The story reads, Shirley Rains is definitely one of them. She gives back to the homeless in a way that'll truly touch your heart. She showers the homeless with camping showers, washes and colors their hair, provides makeup and feeds them. A lot of these individuals are in a rough period in their life and she just wants to help make things a lot easier for them. Obviously, this story goes without saying it's absolutely amazing what she is doing for those in the homeless community. Definitely inspiring. One of the things that I am working on is a nonprofit for Women Evolve, helping women who are in different areas of transition in life to evolve, whether that is a young woman who's trying to go to college or a single mother who's trying to provide for her children or even a married woman who is pursuing her education. Those are just examples, but Life has a way of finding us in transitions, and I really feel a call to create a nonprofit initiative that is dedicated to helping people, women specifically, transition so that they can evolve into the best version of themselves. So whenever I see stories like this, I am always drawn to them. I thought it was amazing. For the sake of time, I'm going to let that story be our last Hail Mary. Deshaun Gill says, yes, I read this one. She is awesome. Daniel Taylor says, this is confirmation for me. I just coughed and Katrina wants to know where my water... Child, first of all, it's right. I should have drank it, but that's all right. Um, so, yes. Uh, Marissa says, I'd love to be a part of the nonprofit. I'm working on it. See, because the delegation wants to have a woman evolved gala. And I feel like the nonprofit is going to be tied into the gala. So I'm working on that. I want to like adopt single moms for the holidays. I want to do a lot. I want to do scholarships. I want to eventually like build homes, like transitional homes for women, whether they're domestic abuse um, survivors, or they're just women who, you know, have found themselves homeless for a season. Your girl got dreams out here, okay? Your girl got goals, all right? And so those are some of the things that I see long-term in my mind. So y'all be praying, touching and agreeing, okay? So yes, that is uh, our Rescue Even Hail Mary segment of the show. Let me tell you something. We almost came to blows, but we're a family out here and we just have to make things happen, all right? Here's the thing. There are people who slide into my DMs on the Instagram. And when they slide into my DMs on the Instagram, it is because they are in need of advice. And I have two questions here that I want to share with you. This question says, hey, Pastor Sarah, first thing, you are amazing. You really are. Praise the Lord. Thank you, child. I'm always inspired by your words and your daily action to keep going for God and keep going after the goals he places in your heart. I've got two questions. The first is, how do you keep from losing yourself in your very busy schedule? How do you find a minute for you? Guess that was two questions in one. My third question then is, how does one get you to South Africa? We'd love to hear your Women Evolve tour here in South Africa. I feel like we don't have many women here 
with it. Okay, so here's the thing. I promise y'all I'm working on it. I would like to bring A Night in the Wild, the tour that we're doing in February to South Africa. So that answers that. But I wanted to answer this question because I feel like it is something that I get often people asking me, like, how do I take time for myself? And I want to be 100% honest and just say, like, I don't feel like I have mastered completely taking time for myself in the way that most people think that you should. Um I think that when people ask me that question, they're expecting for me to say, oh, on Wednesday afternoons, I shut everything off and and I just don't answer any. And maybe possibly that could happen. I don't, I doubt it though. Like I run a lot of businesses and I also am blessed with the opportunity to speak and share my heart. And then I have six children and it's really a big deal for me to like cook dinner for them because I just like the idea of us all being in the kitchen cooking and cooking is a release for me. Having said that, one of the things that I have had to implement in my life in order to have a sense of me time is waking up a little bit earlier. My friend Holly Furtick told me one time when I was just talking about how I just be dragging behind in the morning because I just need all of the sleep that I can get. She basically told me like, whether you wake up in whether you wake up at six o'clock or 6.15, you're still going to be tired. So you might as well just get up and have a minute to yourself. And I have taken that, well, she she said, whether you get up at six or 6.15, you're still going to be tired. I translated that to me to mean that I might as well get up and spend that 15 minutes in the morning having time to myself. So I wake up in the morning, I make my little tea, I walk around my house, I pray. Sometimes I, I catch up on a book that I'm reading. I'm reading a really good novel right now. We don't have a book club delegation, okay? I'm reading a novel right now. And so that's my way of getting pockets of time to myself. Outside of that, I need to do a better job, to be honest. I need to do a better job. So I wanted to ask the delegation, how do you all balance it all? How do you take time for yourself? Um, I will say that like also taking time for myself for me isn't going to get my nails done. I don't like going to get my nails done. I don't like, I'm sure it looks nice when it's all said and done, but it is just not my thing. Like I just, I just, I don't like it. it it's not relaxing for me. When I take time to myself, what I want to do is like nothing. I want to sit in the bed and possibly go to sleep or I want to, ooh, you know what I do? Let me tell you, at least once a week, I feel it. I feel it. This is what I do. At least once a week, I spend hours, ignorant time in the bathroom, like an hour actually. But 60 minutes is a long time when you got people knocking on your door. I will spend 60 minutes in the bathroom. And what do I do? I play with my wigs. I put stuff on my face. I look at my eyebrows. I just look at me. And that's self-care for me. Like, sometimes you just be looking at yourself being raggedy all throughout the week. Like, sometimes I will paint my own nails and stuff because I don't like going to get my nails done. But yes, that is how I spend my time. So how about that? Janice says, I have no time for self. We got to do better, okay? We need to do better. Jasmine says, when I need a day, I take a day off. It's needed. I just, I, and maybe it is an illusion where I feel like I can't take a day off because I'm an entrepreneur. Um, you know, like, okay, two things. And then once again, I'm moving on, okay? Because I have really just been on one. Um, so right now, all of my, like, businesses are housed in my home. I just signed a lease, y'all pray for me. I just signed a lease for office space. It was like my first big girl. I need an office space. And so I just got an office space. It's got like a conference room and five offices. And I am going to be out here selling Chick-fil-A sauce on the corner to make sure that I can pay it every single month. But I got the office space because right now having everything at my house is really stressful. Like literally I'm in my closet, which I mean, sure, that's fine you know, for the purposes of us getting the job done. But I really do need a space where I can get the store inventory out of my house. I can get the podcast stuff out of my house so that home can return to home. And that's probably why I feel like I don't have a lot of work-life balance right now because it's all married in there together. What else? Lanisha says, I sit in the bathroom. Says, that's me time for me. Sitting in the bathroom, I know it's raggedy. This is what our life has become, but that is what I do. 
Uh, Tyler says, I've been waking up an hour and a half before work to read my Bible, do my devotion, and pray. It helps to get my mind right and set the tone for the day. Let me tell you, if I can't wake up an hour and a half before I have to work. I literally, I mean, I can do all things. Have y'all seen Mark Wahlberg? He should hail Joseph to Mark Wahlberg. He released like his daily schedule. My guy wakes up at like two o'clock in the morning and then goes to bed at 7 p.m. Do you know what kind of person I would be if I woke up at two o'clock in the morning? Not a Christian, not a Christian. I'll tell you right now, if I had to wake up at two o'clock in the morning all the time, I would not be a Christian. I would be Hales bales. Do you hear me? Raggedy. I can't do it. So, um, but I commend you on that hour and a half that you get up and I'm praying that that same anointing would just come on over this way. All right. Deshaun is sending me congratulations. Thanks, guys. Y'all will know when I have the office space because I won't be in the closet anymore. But man, I need it. Okay. Jasmine says, can I come work for you? If by work you mean for free, come on, somebody. We welcome all free Free working. I'm, I am employing everyone who's free. All right. Natalie Dixon says, if I woke up at 2 a.m., my family would beg me to, no, they would beg her to go back to bed. And let me tell you something, I would, mm-mm, no, mm-mm, can't do it. Let's see. Um, Christina says, at least one Friday every month is my day. It's on my calendar. I will take time for me, a long shower, window shopping, treating myself to lunch, and a long nap. Going in my closet, looking at outfits, I intentionally make plans for my kids so that I am away from everyone mentally this day. I minimize social media, TV, any like Christina, you are goals, okay? And I am going to try and implement that into my life, Okay. One Friday out of the month. Surely we can do that. Okay. Okay, so I'm going to try and slide in one more question, and then y'all going to hear Teray Roberts coming in here busting up my very professional podcast. Let me make it an easy one. It's going to be so fast, all right? And then I'm going to do this snack, and we're going to be out of here, okay? Here it is. Okay, my girl says this. Hello, Sarah. I need advice. I met this guy on our ministry platform. We started talking and decided to date. However, I have never met this guy in person. We call, we text, and do video calls. We live on different continents. This guy has no permanent source of income, and I've assisted him financially thrice now. Thrice. She's fancy. He lets me know every time he need, he has a fan, financial need. I'm stuttering because I'm imagining a world and... I can't imagine it. Um, I offered to help him move to where I am to further his education, and we can also have time to know each other better. Sometimes I wonder if he is taking advantage of me just to make his life better. Please, I need advice. Do you think I should stop helping him financially? Does he genuinely love me? He contacted my mom. M-U-M, people are fancy, to let her know his intention to marry me at the beginning of our relationship and still communicates with her and my sister. We've been dating now for three months. Let me tell you why I went on and said, let me grab a fast one, because baby, you ain't never seen no advice question this fast. Girl, listen, I can't speak to whether or not he really loves you because I'm sure that you can love someone and still be taking advantage of them. Having said that, Ooh, I, I just got a download. I don't know if he is taking advantage of you or if you are allowing yourself to be taking advantage of because people generally are only comfortable doing that which a person allows. So what I'm saying is at the moment that he, he received funds from you, he probably felt like you could become a stream for him. What you need to let him know is that you are not a stream of income, but rather a, you are a droplet of water. You were just a drizzle on a day and the sun has come out and there is no more water. It's a drought is what I'm saying. Girl, I want you to stop giving him money and I want love to rise to the top because if he really loves you, he won't be upset when you say I can't do it. It's not that I don't have it. I just can't do it. Why? Because you need to do, because let me tell you something about people who ask for money and who count your money. People, when you Listen, when people ask you, can they borrow some money from you and you tell them no and they like you have it? Yeah, I do have it and I want to keep it. That's why I got it. And if you had some and you was a little bit more diligent, maybe we all right wouldn't be necessarily in this conversation. Having said that, I'm not going to speak to the man's um, love for you because that ain't none of my business. 
Um, although you did ask me, and if I had to guess, I think he is in love with what you provide. And now is a time for us to see if he is in love with you. Um, whenever he has a financial need and he brings it up to you, you know what I would hit him with you with next time? I'm praying for you. Huh? Prayer is a form of currency. And uh, that's what I want to say. But I'm going to tell you, the delegation is not the delegation is not as easy going as I am. Chelsea says, child, you better two-step out of that relationship. Kanisha says, the more you give, the more he'll take. Ty starts says, child, go read T.D. Jakes, The Lady, Her Lover, and Lord Throwback. Yes. Um, Mika says, don't work, you don't eat. It's a whole, girl, you are keeping him from biblical principles that can change his life. If you do not work, you will not be able to eat. And when I say work, I don't mean nothing you do for me. And child, you need to thank God he's on another continent because some of us end up paying the bills of raggedy, raggedy, raggedy boyfriends all because we live in the same city and we have eaten from forbidden fruit that just goes in one thing and goes straight into our head and makes us sign off on checks and co sign on cars for people who have no jobs, no potential, and no prospect. What I'm saying is it is a blessing that he is on another continent. Now, receive that blessing down in your spirit and release him to his destiny. Okay, do you hear me? Um, that's it. Deidre says, yes, praying for her. She better stop it. Erica says, there are plenty of fish in the sea. Swim on. Natalie says, she's blocking this blessing by being his Jehovah Jireh. Come on, somebody. Um, Yvette says, closed mouth don't get fed. As in, yeah, well, his, he can open his mouth, but that don't, open mouth don't always necessarily consistently get fed neither. Um, yes, next time, this is a word. Next time somebody wants to borrow some money and you know that all they be hitting you up for is money, just say, I'm praying for you. God will provide. Come on, somebody. Okay. Um, <laughs> Ty Star said, that's how you end up on Judge Math is is. Okay. That's it. We did two whole advice questions. Um, so that's awesome because I have a snack for you. And then I'm going to get off this podcast. I love you. We almost came to blows on this podcast, but God has kept us from a mighty long way. All right. Um, here's the thing. This is, I have this word. So I prayed before coming onto the podcast. And this is what I believe the Lord has laid on my heart in this season. So um, this weekend, I spoke at the Divine Conference in Orange County. And I was sick when I was preaching on Friday night. I mean, like sore throat, stuffy nose, like my nose was running towards the end of the message. And I'm still kind of getting over it. I re- last week, I sounded a little, I guess, raspy. And we thought that it was maybe because of the Beyonce concert or because I had preached. But to come to find out, the devil was trying to bring your girl on, into a sickness. Here's the thing. I've also been just like going through a lot of things personally, like just child, just trying to keep my businesses structured, going back and forth about the lease that I share with you all, creating content for Woman Evolve TV, making sure that, you know, it fits the vision that I have in mind, just like all of these different things, the store, we are working on our winter collection, we're going to do a pajama line, and so just like all of these different things have been going on, and I was stressed, and I was tired, and I needed to preach on Friday night, and you know, I I I don't, this is going to sound weird because most of you probably only know me for speaking, but like, I don't necessarily feel like I'm a speaker. I feel like God uses me when I speak, but I get so nervous when it's time for me to speak that literally I have to have him be a part of it. And because I am insistent upon him being a part of it, I think that that's why God is able to just you know, like show up powerfully. So, you know, I'm getting ready to speak on Friday night and I'm feeling the weight of all of those things I mentioned. And as I was praying about the snack for this podcast, I always ask God like, okay, what do you want to tell them? And what do you want me to know in this season? And what I feel like I took away from my prayer and devotion time is that a lot of times we talk about God giving us strength where we're weak. And as powerful as that is, I think what we should spend some time speaking about is Him giving us strength where we're strong. Because a lot of times we 
consider ourselves to be so strong that when we are balancing our life, we feel like we have it all together because we have strength in that area. But as God expands our vision, our territory, our responsibility, as he adjusts and shifts our relationship, what we will discover is that you know, I may not be be receiving strength where I am weak in this season. I'm actually receiving strength where I'm strong, where I would have thought that I had it all together and all under control. God is adding to my strength. And when God adds to your strength, do not be surprised when you feel muscle fatigue. So like, of course, with working out, like maybe you lift 10 pounds. You do your bicep curls and you do 10 pounds, but God says it's time for you to level up. And I don't mean the 15, I mean the 25 pounds. And when you start lifting those 25 pounds, your muscles are going to be fatigued. It's not because you were weak there. You were already strong there, but he's adding to your strength. And I feel like if you're going through a season similar to what I've been going through, that God is really coming to a place or bringing us to a place where he is adding strength to where we're strong. And so don't be surprised if what was once easy begins to become more challenging. It doesn't mean that you're falling off. It doesn't mean that you miss God. It doesn't mean that you don't have what it takes. It just means that God is adding strength to your vision. He's adding strength to your marriage. He's adding strength to your relationship with your children. He's adding strength to your finances. I don't know what you're going through, but I want to challenge you to receive the strength where you already felt like you were strong so that you can get one step closer to the ultimate vision that God has for your life. Okay? That's my word. Johnson Kim says, that's a good word. Tasha says, that's a word. Danielle says, amen. Marissa says, level up. Well, I think we can all agree that this podcast has been one for the books. But you know how we do this podcast is not over unless we take a minute to love on one another through prayer and through connection. So God, I just want to thank you. <laughs> I thank you so much for the ability to laugh in seasons of stress. I thank you for the ability to connect with my sisters literally from all over the world. God, as you continue to reveal to us what you have already known about us, I ask that you give us patience with ourselves on this journey, that you would give us strength where we're already strong, that you would also add strength to the areas of our weakness. God, I just ask, I feel this so strongly, that what we need more than anything is patience and pace. That if we have patience, that we will not need to have this rapid idea of where our life should be. But instead, as we have patience, we will receive your pace and we will know with confidence that we are exactly where we are supposed to be. And above all, that's all we want. We just want to be where you are. So God, I thank you that you are ordering our steps and drawing us closer to where you are, that your glory may be manifested in everything that we touch. God, please just cleanse our hands and cleanse our heart that we may be vessels used for your glory. In Jesus' name, amen. I love y'all. I'll see you next week.